Hey, it's me, Miranda Cruz, your favorite unknown actor. Welcome back. You are listening to Supporting Roles, a podcast by an unknown actor talking to other unknown actors about acting. Thanks for listening. Um, hello, hi, it's me, Miranda Gruce. We're back on Supporting Roles. I'm here with my friend Donald Chang. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I met Donald or Don. Which one do you prefer? Uh, I don't really care. Actually, okay. I, I like when people have different names for me. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I met, I feel like, I don't remember the first time we met, but I feel like I met you at John's. At oh, time. for sure. Wait, like a... New Year's Eve. Was that? Yes. Yes. Was, was that, that at his house or was yeah, that? Yeah, was at his house. Yeah, probably. I think that was the first time I met you. Maybe not. I definitely met you. Yeah, <laughs> at, at his either at his house or like at his birthday or something. One of those two. <laughs> um, John's also on an episode. If you haven't listened to his yet, yeah, listen to him. Um, okay, let's. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I know how to do this. Um, how did you get started in acting? Oh yeah. Um, so, I guess like when I was really really young, like earliest memories uh i loved cartoons and i would reenact all the teenage Mutant ninja turtle uh cartoon episodes apparently my mom my mom told me that i had memorized every episode like line by line and i was able what? to like uh say the lines before the character said them on the show and i would just like do it and i would like fully reenact episodes by myself uh and including uh the live action movies as well yeah um and then like uh, I, I became very shy immediately after that. And that never came out again until like uh, college when I started doing like improv. And uh, and then all my friends there were uh, in the film department and they kept casting me in their in their projects. I was not studying acting or film or anything like that. I was studying psychology. Okay. And uh, I was I just feel like, like that makes sense though that yeah. you went into psychology. I, yeah. I feel it definitely goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then afterwards, after I got out of undergrad, I was like, oh, these are things that people can actually pursue yes. and and study. They don't have to be born into it. Yeah. And uh, then I, like, looked into acting school. So you were interested in it as, like, a little kid, but then you didn't do anything in high school. You didn't do drama club or anything like that. I did drama club, but it was, like, something I just, I didn't take super seriously. I, yeah. I did it, and I loved doing it. I got, like, uh, some parts um, but I just assumed like you to actually make money and like to pursue it as a career, you had yeah. to be born into it. Cause I remember hearing stories about like Nicolas Cage is actually a, uh, uh, what is he? Uh, Coppola. He's a Coppola. And like all these people are like, oh, born into it yeah. and they're related to someone. That does happen quite a bit. Yeah. And I mean, it still happens all the time, but it's yeah. just like, oh, but other people can still, you can still work into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So all your friends were in the film department at the school. What school did you go to? I went to Boston College. Okay. Yeah. They were either in the film department. A lot of my friends were in the film department or they were in the improv group with me. Yeah. So I was just surrounded by uh, funny people and creative people. It was people. great. Yeah. What happened from college um, that transitioned you into like moving to New York and like trying things here? Oh, the, the common story for I think a lot of us is that uh, we got into improv and UCBs in New York and we're like, oh, I'll go there yeah. and I'll, I'll take classes. <laughs> um, so that's the first drive that drew me here. But I was also born in New York. So it was oh. like, yeah, and my family had moved away a while ago and it was just like nice to come back home. Yeah. Um, 
And so like, I came back here, I have some family here. So I was able to like live with them, do UCB. And then when I told my parents that like, I was pursuing this seriously, they actually were very surprisingly supportive. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And they were very uh, Asian parent about it, which was like, if you're going to do it, do it really hard. well be the best yeah study hard <laughs> to find a school um and oh wow yeah they, they pushed me to like find an acting school so i uh found william esper studio and that's where i, I did a two-year program there oh wow so you did what like four years in psychology four years in psychology and writing and writing and then afterwards uh you did yeah, another two years another two years in acting. This acting program. that's amazing i am not like um I did not go to school for acting. I find it so it's so cool when people actually go to school for acting. It I think it's a it's a mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like um, I loved my experience at William Esper. I think yeah. it was great. It taught me a lot of like um, I think primarily discipline is mm-hmm. what uh, mm-hmm. acting programs do. They teach you discipline and and networking. But yeah. otherwise. Um, I think what a lot of actors will tell you too is just like sometimes, especially if you're going into like film, yes, um, a lot of that stuff will get in your way because you'll be thinking about all these other things yeah. rather than just like being a real human being. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times I think like people who are new to it and fresh to it will do a lot better, particularly on camera because they're not like, I don't know, they're not staged. I was not stage trained, so that's potentially why I moved into TV film. Yeah, stage trained, stage training, and stage acting is so intimidating to me. Oh, I mean, it it's a a very impressive skill, Uh, and I think you know that's also why like uh, British actors Mm -hmm. and uh, are like you know such a hot commodity because they have like very intense training. Yeah, whereas I think. American actors aren't as well known for that kind of intense background. Yeah. But like, I think on stage and on camera are like different beasts. Yeah. And like, you have to learn to switch between the two. And that's why I think like people who are stage trained sometimes have a little bit of trouble when they first jump into on camera. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because it's so much smaller on camera. You can see everything go across your face. And then stage is the complete opposite where it's more like in your body. Yeah. emote something that all the way in the back of the audience can see yeah and there's like so much more of that contact Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then are you focusing more on stage acting or more tv film uh i'm definitely focused more on tv film i i've done a little bit of stage i'm not going to say no i'm still trying to audition for stage but Mm -hmm. it is uh um Purely economics. <laughs> Stage <laughs> yeah. does not pay nearly as much as yeah, on camera. Yeah, yeah. After you graduated from the acting program, did do you, are you represented or is that something you're looking into still? I am represented. Um, I know some programs, like particularly the like universities, like Columbia and Cornell, like they, they do, um, what are those called? Uh, like the little meetings? They'll, yeah, they'll do meetings and also... Oh, um, showcases? Showcases, yes. Yeah, yeah. They'll do showcases. Uh, William Esper didn't uh, necessarily provide that, but you got I got to meet a lot of casting directors through their program. Um, but I found my reps through uh, UCB. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was like that's very cool. helpful. Um, yeah. I feel, I find, I've struggled with representation. Like I, I'm of represented course, yeah. now, but um, it's, I feel like every year i'm like bouncing around i think it's one of the worst parts about acting is finding a team that like believes in you oh, yeah. i guess i've never met anyone who found reps through ucb i don't really know how that works um 
It, I mean, it's different for everyone. Yeah, it's, everybody's got their different voyage. Uh, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. <laughs> um, it, I, yeah, I was like, I think I was just on uh, my Lloyd team and I did a show and I got like reached out to by a, an a rep, which yeah, I think does awesome. not really happen. It, it happens. Like it's rare though. It's I feel very like. rare. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So I was like, it felt uh, wonderful and very lucky. Yeah. Um, which I think, yeah, a lot of the business is like luck and uh it sounds bad when people say it's like who you know yeah but it is but it is that and also like it's relationships yeah and if you treat it not like uh like a skeezy like oily thing where you just need to know everybody yeah and more like i'm a real person and i can be friends with a lot of people yes then i think that's gonna make it a lot easier to do and i think that's the thing i learned very recently yeah it's that's something i'm still working on i struggle with networking so much because it feels it feels gross. It feels gross to me to be yeah. to network and and I I'm much better in like a one on one situation just like talking to someone. Yeah. I don't like going to events. Yeah, I <laughs> I did that like maybe once or twice early and I was just like, "Oh, I don't know what to do here." Yeah. And I still have trouble cuz I'm I'm also like shy and introverted yeah. and it's like <laughs> um what do you talk about? But like I yeah. don't know. It is helpful to just be like, great, um, this is another person who also wants to have a good time and, yeah. you know, make friends. So just like, what would you want to talk about? And just talk about that. I know. I struggle. I get in my head so much. I went to a, like a party for a film that I was in and I was like Congrats. dreading it because I was like, I don't know how to behave yeah. in <laughs> networking. I don't know if we'll, I'll ever get networking right. I don't think I will, but it's I think part of the business. We all do. It's, <laughs> but it's also a thing that we never like register where we're just like, I made it. It's just, yeah. it'll happen and we never think about it again. <laughs> What about auditioning? Is that something I don't like um, for me? Like I don't audition ever, um, <laughs> but for some people, they go out a lot. I'm. What is your kind of situation with acting? I mean, not acting, auditioning. It's very love hate for me. Oh yeah, it's. I think for everybody is love hate. You no matter yeah. how big you get. Um, I remember hearing that like Jodie Foster, big yeah. amazing star director, uh, Academy Award winner for many things, she still goes out for auditions. And like, um, I know that should sound normal, but for some reason I was like, you're so big. Yeah. I thought you would just get hired on the spot. And it is like, oh no, we're never going to be done with it. No. And so like, I think that should also just be like almost comforting where it's like, you just need to get, you just need to deal with it now. Yeah. You just need to learn to deal with it. And it's like, uh, like we were just talking about, like, instead of beating your like reliving those terrible moments yeah, uh, yeah, later yeah. years later you got to just like leave all that shit in the room uh, yeah. i think like every actor's interview says that and i'm like okay yes it's a uh, hard work to do i that. do that better with auditions though because i'm like this is a situation where i know this is all i can do yeah and i know how to handle an audition because i've done it so many times well, yeah good yeah yeah that's i think that's all it takes like when you're we're starting out it's just yeah. like oh it feels so scary because it's yeah. like how many do i have under my belt very few yeah and now it's like no this is literally my job yeah. my job is to go out on these auditions yeah and you're never you're definitely not going to get uh even half of the ones you go out for oh never and like once you get used to that stat statistic and like understand that like this is everybody yeah uh yeah it becomes a lot easier and a lot back going back to like networking it is just like it is not even trying to get the job it it's is building making, that relationship yes and I, that's director. what helped me so much is when i realized that 
me going on audition wasn't necessarily me trying to get this job. It was me trying to make an impression on the casting director. Yeah. Like that's all that this is. Yeah. So do my best on this particular audition. It's not even for the role. Yeah. It's to make a relationship with this casting director. And that takes so much pressure off of oh, you. Oh, yeah. And, and it's awesome to like hear those specific stories of like even uh, like Brian Cranston, one of my favorite actors. Yeah. How he got into uh, Breaking Bad was that he didn't get on X-Files. He like auditioned. And uh, the writer who like, you know, created Breaking Bad um, remembered him how many years later? Like yeah. a, almost 10 years yeah. later and was it's like, insane. that's the guy. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, all these things, they're never a waste of time. Yes. And it's never like, oh, I didn't get the job so they hated me. It's like, I didn't get the job but I did something i made choices and i did good stuff yeah that's all that you can do yeah but i mean i still fall trapped too oh yeah beating myself up after an audition but I it's mean, like it all... sometimes it happens especially if you get really pumped up about yeah. a role and start envisioning yourself as that role oh, that happened i was doing that this week multiple times <laughs> and it's just like yeah I, I don't you can't control that it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah but i think it's also like uh, another you know uh line that i've heard a lot especially this week is just like uh be willing to lose the job yeah and it's like that i think helps a lot is just like i think that also means like make crazy not like insane but like big choices that you that feel good to you i struggle with that too i often i've been told this several times by peers and by like casting that i play it safe a lot and I like it's it's something that I'm continually having to work on because I don't even know that I'm doing it. I just think that I'm making the most like the choice that the character would make. But yeah, I do. And yeah. so that's something that I've had to work on a lot. In oh, my performance. yeah. It's a thing I'm still working on, too. And yeah. uh, I've like been taking an on-camera class from the beginning I love of this year. On camera. I was going to ask you about. If continuing education after your yeah. classes when you talk when you've talked about like education and acting i was like oh this, i'm bringing this up yeah, yeah 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 it's uh i think that's also when you i don't know that's like what you need to do as mm-hmm. an artist period is like uh yeah you need to continue to learn and like yeah at the top i was just like it's expensive and like what yes. am i doing but like yeah. it's an investment in mm-hmm. your future and like you have to and again i think also with the arts is like you can't think about this as like uh, a money thing at a certain point. I mean, obviously there are limitations of like what you can do with the money you have, but I mean like you're doing this because you love it, not because you think you're going to make millions later on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like, great invest in stuff and like learn it and enjoy it and just like do the thing you love. (laughs) Yeah. Where do you take um, on camera classes? Oh yeah. Um, It's Andrew Stewart Jones. He's like a student of um, Bob Krakauer. So he like teaches that style. Um, But it's like, I, I've loved it. Like literally started from the beginning of the year, from January 1st and I haven't stopped and he's is it, so good. Is it like a, um, ongoing thing or is it like a week? It's like class? a month by month. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so, and he's just so Ooh, that amazing. sounds fun. See, yeah. I, I haven't heard of that, but I take classes through one-on-one mm-hmm. and they do a lot of like casting director sessions, which has helped me, um, on camera with auditions even because oh, yeah. it's essentially ju- you're just going in and basically learning audition technique yeah. like 
I, I think that's what an on-camera class is for anyways. It's like not even like to help you shoot a TV show because yeah. that's going to be, you it's know. It's to audition it's better. It's to audition better. That's it. That's it. And it's just like, great. Oh, this person like um, they can control their voice. Yeah. They know where to look on a yeah. camera, like, you know, in, in the room. And it's like they know how to like read a story and yeah. figure it out. I think honestly the biggest, most helpful tip that I got in one of the classes was the first line of your audition whether you have the whole thing memorized or not the first line you need to be eyes up to the camera and I'm like oh my god like how many auditions have I done where I was looking down on the first line and then look up yeah because I want to make sure I'm saying the first line correct and I'm like that was the wrong way and now I'm like that's something that's like stuck in my head like always look up for the first line yeah and I love those little nuggets um they make a huge difference yeah it's stupid how big of a difference they make yeah. Let's talk about um, typecasting. Sure. This, I mean, this obviously happens to me um, in certain ways, mm-hmm. mostly because I'm an identical twin. Whoa. Yeah. And so we both work as actors and we often get cast in twin roles. Okay. Um, but how has typecasting affected you and your kind of process as an actor sure uh well uh i'm an i'm a korean american uh straight cis male (laughs) um so i guess that's the uh no that's not even particular role i'm going out for but it's because being asian i think in general being asian um is just like great i'm gonna get specifically roles that are gonna be like um probably the best friend um but like we're at a great time also. We, yes. So like, we things are, are changing. Things are changing very much so. Yeah. Um, but it still does affect For sure. You. It still happens. But like it is great to be able to do that. Um, and just like now we're, there's like all these like new big roles uh, mm-hmm. and various roles. Uh, but like I guess personally for me what I've been getting a lot and I don't know how to feel about it <laughs> is uh, I've been getting a lot of... Um, gay assistant or gay best friend roles that's what i've been like submitted for and yeah uh and i'm just uncomfortable because i'm like i'm not gay and i'm gonna i don't want to like take this role from another person yeah um i don't know that's... how did you prep for a, like a playing I've, god that is hard like are they looking for like a very stereotypical like gay character like how does so, that even how do you uh so <laughs> and this is a thing i've been working like recently it's just like great uh don't play stereotypes at all yeah. obviously um which is you know great but it was like thankfully the role i did get was like i it was supposed to be like a surprise to the protagonist that i was gay at the end oh um so like i they didn't push me to like play anything stereotypical or or uh you know cartoonish mm-hmm. um but it was very strange to like work on the set and like and even afterwards when uh they like had a screening of it and the and the audience came up to me and talked to me about it i was like oh they ex- i don't know people like came up to me and was like oh my god I, I just didn't know you were gay the whole the whole movie and i was like <laughs> i mean there's a lot of gay people that aren't gonna fit that stereotype yeah, exactly. they, yeah, that's yeah. just like one aspect and it was just very interesting to like I don't know, get compliments of people being like, you're such a good actor. I couldn't tell you were gay. And I was like, I mean, all right. (laughs) I don't know how to feel about that. Wow. I've never played. um, I mostly play children. 
so I often... How do you feel about that? Dude, it's weird. Because um, I'm 26 now and I often... My age range that I play is like teens. So I'm always going out for like 14 to like 18 years old. Yeah. So I'm playing someone that's essentially 10 years younger than where I am. And like trying to get into that headspace is... I don't know. Sometimes I get overwhelmed that I'm doing a disservice to teenagers. Yeah, I don't know. I for some reason I don't feel as bad for t- for, for teen teens. actors who aren't getting those for roles. Teens. What have know. you ever turned down a role because of anything specific you were asked to do or anything like that, or yeah. you just didn't feel comfortable playing? Um, I think there was a role that uh, it just felt offensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, which I guess now that I think about like. Yeah, it was it was just like an offensive stereotype of an Asian person. It was a it's like a play about a school shooting, like three boys planning a school shooting, and they happen to be Asian, and it just like played into a lot of like like all three boys were Asian. All three boys were Asian, and they were planning a school shooting, and it was like a it just like them being angry men, and then like yeah. which it and it wasn't written by an Asian person. Okay. So that also just like didn't feel good. Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah. like another layer of no, not good. And I was yeah, just like, yeah. yeah, I don't want to do this one. Um, I'm sure you've had plenty of roles that you've had to <laughs> turn down because they were, I don't know. Uh, I I don't believe I've turned down one or two, but mostly it was just because it was like, it was, you know, a, a woman, a, a female character that just didn't feel good or she yeah. was asked to do, I was asked to do something I didn't want to do and like that kind of thing. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't to the same extent, but it does feel very similar. It was just yeah. like someone's asking you to do something that you don't believe in, like yes. in your guts. And yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and also like, maybe you can do that for like a piece that feels like overall the message is amazing right. and it feels like a good piece of work. Yeah. But you know, I read the whole script, which I don't normally do, but I would just need to double check. I was like, great. If the beginning feels bad, let's see if it picks up at the end. Yeah. And it, it didn't. And I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm not yeah helping this project go forward that is i think more and more actors are feeling more powerful to say no and and take on projects that they believe in like i want to play horrible characters and horrible people when they're written well and they're like meaningful that is like some of the coolest characters you can do but there's a line and i think that more and more people are feeling more comfortable saying no i'm not going to play that character yeah and I think that's good. I think um, it is too. Because, yeah. you know, taking on those roles is still part of a problem. Yeah. Even though you want to work. Like, I want to work so much. But... Of course. We all want to work so <laughs> much. And, uh, but I think it is, it's good that we can, like, have our own line that we're just like, I'm never going to cross this line. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's hard to find. And I don't fault actors for taking on roles oh, sure. that they don't always believe in because they want to work. We all do. We rarely ever get to work. But I think. M- People are being more thoughtful about the characters they're playing. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, we need to be the change we want to see. And that's like, that's the small choice we can do. Like yeah. the small change we can affect. Um, yeah. Improv. Do you still do that? I do, yeah. Okay. What um, are you, I think a lot of actors feel this. They're um, like, I, like I said, I never get cast or like audition or like book ever. So I... <laughs> I spend my time doing other things like this podcast and like Mm -hmm. writing and like shooting and like 
editing and freelancing. Mm-hmm. Are you working on developing skills outside of acting that still kind of fit into this world? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, producing shows, I guess would go hand in hand with that. Yeah. It's like I do that. I produce the Asian AF at, uh, UCB New York. Um, this founded by Will Choi and Kiko Gaina, but like they have given me the opportunity to like now head it in New York, oh, nice. which is Congrats. great. Thank you. That's exciting. Yeah. And I think we're all trying to write, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. not to downplay anyone's uh, beautiful <laughs> screenplays or pilots they've got out there, but like, you know, it's a, everybody's got the stories they want to tell. So yeah. like, yeah, I'm working on those as well. Um, pilots, sketch packets. Um, yeah, I think that's, do you feel a pressure to be more than just an actor? Oh, this? yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, we have to produce our own work because like if you just wait for the auditions to come in, um, <laughs> they're like they never going not to. going to for a long time <laughs> and you'll be dusty and ragged and, and boring also. Just yeah. like I think we need to do the other stuff and not even just things that have to do with acting and filming, period. I mean, we can create any other like work on any other skills. Yes. Athletics. Yeah. Uh, uh, cooking is my personal favorite thing to do, but it's just like you know, travel and like extra, anything's like that. Um, so like we have more to our personality than just yes. like, I can play anything. <laughs> well, what are you? <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, an actor. And also I know for me, there was a point where like my, I l- l- like lived, eat, slept, slept, said yeah. I slept, mm-hmm. breathed acting. Yeah. And I was miserable. Oh yeah. Because it's the only thing I thought of. I had, I felt like I was so out of control, felt like I had literally could do nothing to further my career. And then when I totally was just like, you know what, fuck it. And started working on all these other skills. I am immensely happier yeah. and I feel even more connected as an actor mm-hmm. when I'm not even doing that most of the time. Yeah, because I think it's just like, I don't know, the You're people more, we want to play are yeah. more than just like one thing. Yeah. So like it allows us to have, uh, I don't know, I think of it as like a, a, a mental diet and like, you know, you can't survive on French fries alone. So yeah. you need to have all these various like nutrients and like food groups. So we should have that for our mental health as well. It's so true. That's such a great metaphor <laughs> for that. Um, Thank you. Okay. I'm going to ask one more question. Um Oh, you know what? I'm going to ask two. Sorry. Okay, no, no worries. When you um, first meet someone mm-hmm. or you're at a party, whatever, um, do you tell people that you're an actor? I do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do now. It's like, I don't know what was the change, but uh, I remember having a conversation with my friend Dan Moore about, uh, he was talking about improv particularly, but I think it works for you know the arts in general, which is like, if you truly love this thing, you can't downplay it and like downplay yourself. Yeah. Cause then everybody's going to downplay you. Yes. And, yeah. and then, and then, you know, that's just like, if everybody sees you that it's just going to like create this cycle. So like, I think you need to be proud of what you do, be proud of yourself, um, which sounds cheesy, but it's also like every comedian, every yeah. actor, like they, we do to go through that. And every writer, we go through that stage where we're just like, Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm this thing. I'm sorry. I'm taking up space and like me talking to you and wasting your mental like space for like, uh, introducing my name and everything. But it's like, no, we are, we're people. We're like, you know, we're great and we're here and we should yeah. be proud of that. And like, um, 
yeah so i think at a certain point i just started doing it. so thank you dan moore for uh <laughs> like planting that seed in my mind and making me feel proud of uh who i am i think that plays to a lot too i think with a lot of creatives imposter syndrome is like oh yeah huge like it affects me on almost a daily basis and i'm sure that it affects many of my friends but mm. like feeling like you're a liar all the time and like what you're doing is not your skill set doesn't match up to what you say you're doing but yeah finally saying being like yeah i'm an actor it makes such a big difference it it does and also it it took me i think i didn't realize what imposter syndrome was until just now oh really (laughs) i heard the term and i was just like okay and now i'm like that's what it is yeah yeah um it i think it affects more people than uh we think but it's you know just kind of like not believing that your skill set matches up to what you say you're doing or you're always feeling like you're lying or people are going to find out that mm-hmm. you, you're not qualified to be here or whatever. It's like that kind of feeling with like everything that you do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for teaching me that. I've learned something today. Yeah. It's nice to find there's names to th- how you feel. Yeah. And you can just kind of understand it more. Yeah. It's like getting a little light uh, mm-hmm. to turn on. Uh, and then yeah. also realize that it's not real and then you can like figure out how to move past it and believe yeah. in yourself. For sure. <laughs> Okay, last question. Um, do you have any... Sorry, my dog's going to be barking through this whole thing. Um, do you have any advice for like newer actors or um, people who, like when you started, didn't realize that this was a viable career that you could just go and try and do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the one piece of advice. There's, there isn't one, but I guess I would say it's like... Um, repeat what I said before it's not you can't do it for the money because mm-hmm. if you do it for the money you're in for the wrong reasons and you're gonna burn out immediately yeah because that that kind of result is not gonna happen uh fast at all oh yeah for years it is probably the least uh lucrative field you can go into just in terms of like how much you put into it and how much you'll get back over yeah. a period of time yeah um so you just gotta like enjoy what you're doing and I I do really appreciate that because I, I love to meet like actors who've had this whole life beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, people who had like very lucrative careers and they yeah. just like, they hated it and they came here and they're like, I finally feel alive. And I'm like, Oh good. Wow. I was able to skip that whole like lost period in the middle maybe. But that, but that is something so nice that we figured out that this is something we like to do and yeah. we can do that from the start on. Like we don't have to spend our whole lives in like a job that we hate. That's or, for sure. We should celebrate that. Yeah. Or, you know, we still probably are in jobs that we hate, but. Um, yeah. But know. like, but at least we're like, that's not that's, that's the not one thing the in our lives. That's the only thing we're doing. Yeah. yeah. I, that is true. It like, we don't have that period of like where we feel lost and rudderless. Uh, like we have something we're working towards. Yeah. There's yeah. always kind of like a goal, even if we don't really meet what society deems as like a successful actor, we're still kind of meeting yeah, Something. personal goals. Yeah. Um, oh, I want to give another piece of personal uh, Ooh, advice. Yeah. yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, here's a freebie. Uh, everybody wants you to succeed. Uh, that is a thing I've told myself. I, I did, it was the opposite. Anytime I went into like an audition room, or I met other actors in the waiting room, or like other actors off, you know, just in a bar, it was always like, oh, we're they hate me. They want me to lose. They want me out of here, and they they like we're rivals yeah and that's not the case everybody's there uh for the same 
reasons, which means we should actually be like friends and we yes. should be taking care yes. of each other. And it's like, yeah. Uh, I remember for a long time, I found it very strange that like you would see very famous actors and they'll talk about each other and be like, oh yeah. Uh, and then this other person got that huge role yeah. and I'm so happy for them. I was like, how can you be happy for them? You almost got that role. And it's like, no, I, um, I, they did it better than me. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, even when, you know, you finally do get that role. The other yeah. people who didn't get it, uh, you know, they're not hoping your death. No. <laughs> like, you know, it's great. And but then the yeah. casting directors, like they want you to be the one because like that's going to make their job easier too. And yes. it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, that is, is there anything that um, coming up that any of my millions of listeners can <laughs> see you in or follow you or stay up to date? Sure. Um, I'm on uh, Herald Night at UCB. So uh, my team is called Dunce, and we perform uh, every other Tuesday. Um, so come out. Even if you miss us, you're going to see another Herald Night, and they're going to be great. Uh, and then I also produce Asian AF, which is the second Tuesday, second, sorry, second Friday of every month at UCB Hell's Kitchen. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Any social media handles? Uh, I mean, I'm a, at Donald k chang on most social media things i do not post very much so if you want exciting posts i apologize i'm not that person got it yeah. got it oh well, actually wait ooh. uh I, I do have a giant great dane and ooh. he has a social media account i, yes. I, I bet he wants followers uh he's uh, on instagram as a a dog named dad and there's a underscore between each word okay so, got yeah. it this will all be linked in the <laughs> description so Thank please you. follow <laughs> dad the dog uh, a dog named dad yeah uh yeah a dad oh my god i can't say it. a dog named dad jesus yeah, i got okay. it <laughs> thanks <laughs> um okay thank you so much for uh joining me today and talking with me yeah this thank you really for having nice. me brother yeah um and for everyone else please break a leg <laughs> break a leg <laughs> bye thank you so much for listening to the end of this podcast if you guys have questions for me or you have questions you want me to ask my next actor guest or if you're an actor and you want to sit down and talk to me please email me at srollspodcast at gmail.com it's the letter s and then r-o-l-e-s podcast at gmail.com and if you feel like it please rate and review uh us on itunes because that would be very nice of you okay bye